Hey everybody, we took a three month uh, hiatus from recording and posting um, as three of members of our group uh, had marriages and this seemed... Um, Weddings? I could do that. Uh, three of our <laughs> members uh, had uh, weddings and it was um, just not a good time for us to record, but we're back um, and uh, sorry for the delay. Hello everyone, you're listening to Troll for Initiative. I am your DM, Mark Gailey, and let's introduce our players, starting off with David Blondin. Hey, I'm David Blondin, I play Brock Timbers, known bard, greatest bard in the world. These cultists are about to find that out. Ryan O'Connor. I am Ryan O'Connor, and I'm the platinum knight that likes to smite. Tommy Gray. Hi, I'm Tommy Gray. I play Shane. Harry, this, you filthy casual. And Tommy Stenros. Hey, guys, it's Kelmar. The shaper of fluid, water genase druid. So last time, you guys uh, ventured out into the open water, not sure what direction to go. But along your way, you encountered a undead crocodile and had an epic battle where Kelmar became a Loch Ness monster and battled a huge crocodile. Uh, after the fight, you guys continued down the river and found a bank of land. And you guys took a short rest, and that is where we are now. So kind of setting up the scene, uh, we just basically got off the boats. You guys are like on the shore. Um, there's a little bit more like greenage in this area. Uh, it looks like the water kind of has getting less like murky gray uh, once you guys have gotten a little bit deeper in, deeper into the mirror. Um, the ground itself is a lot of gravel near the water, uh, but it starts heading into more of uh, a marsh kind of setup as you guys walk into it. Uh, last time we took a short rest, got everyone uh, pretty, pretty good health, I believe. Um, and then you guys can take it from there. Another outfit destroyed, ruined. I. Well, think of it this way: we got like a ton of gold and everything from uh, from that cart, so we could buy you a new outfit. Ah, that doesn't help me right now, Edson. Hey, man, I'm just trying to make light. Uh, Shane, Shane, you were yes. given um, a cloak uh, at Aurora's. Can I wear it? Do I could say nicely. I say just cheaply as I <laughs> I hand it over. Okay, I take some time to like take some of my shitty uh, cause I got dunked and I it was horrible and disgusting. So I take some of my nasty clothes off and I uh, you know, keep the breastplate, you know, situated but I put the cloak over or the robe. Is it, are, are they robes or is it a cloak? I believe I had it as a robe. So I pull oh. the robes over me. Sorry. Um, during the short sure during robe. the short rest. Um, yeah, I counted it outerwear. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's the one with all it's uh, it has many pockets or whatever it's called. It's got a lot. Of, does so, it have patches or pockets? It's patches. It's patches. It's, they're patches. 
Oh, you've got some stuff on there. Can I look to, can I see, like, if there's anything on the patches, or are they just blank patches? So I don't have any idea what any of them do, and that was kind of the point when I got it. They were like, they wanted to give me my shit and get me out, and so I remember one of the shopkeepers ripped off a patch, and I don't remember what, you know. It was 500 gold. There you go. So we don't, I asked him what was in the, pa the rest of the patches, and he was kind of like, shrugged at me. <laughs> So you can start ripping them off if you want to. You can have the cloak. Well, so yeah, like I want to. I don't want to rip them off. I want to see if there's anything on on the patches first before I do that. Currently looking at them, they just have different colored patches all around them. Uh, it's kind of looks like a weird real robe because it has no like consistent style, and the colors don't really go with each other. So it clashes horribly. So it's 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 ugly. Mm -hmm. Um. Clean, like clean and ugly. Uh, you wouldn't walk into a, you wouldn't walk into a gala with this on. Dirty Mark, and awesome, clean or ugly. Mark, did you put me in mismatched robes and red boots? Uh, no, you have red boots. I didn't think you ever put the robe on. You kind of like just stuffed it in your okay. bag. Yeah, that makes sense. Got those Captain America boots on. Um, I'm, so there's just like random patches. They don't say what they are. I'm. I'm yeah, I want to. Can I do any sort of check to try to figure anything out? If not, I'm just going to pull a random patch. Um, from what you can tell, like, there's no actual, like, you don't sense any kind of, like, real magic going coming from it. Um, you can do an investigation check to see if there's anything you can kind of, like, figure out by looking at it. Yeah, I'll do that. Because I definitely saw, I was there with him when it happened, so I saw them pull the patch. Uh, let me see, investigation. Um, I uh, a ten. <laughs> uh, while you're like, kind of looking over it, um, you're just kind of distraught by the fact that the colors just clash so so much. The style of it is horrendous. Um, but as you're looking at it, it looks like the patches all about are all about the same sides. Um, you do notice that there are two of them that are red, but everything else is a different color. So two of them are red, and they match bunch of other different colors uh, can you give me the colors of the patches so six patches in total uh, two of them being red it's a black patch there is a kind of like a eh, uh, let's just say purple just keep colors keep it easy pretty like pearly white like just a really clean white patch like the robe itself is white but this patch is like whiter um, and then this one is green Um, can you remind us what color of the patch, the color of the patch that was ripped off? I bet it was gold. You ripped off, yeah, it's a gold one. Yeah. Okay. okay. Black, purple, white, red, and green. And gold was money. So. Rip off one of the red ones, there's two of them. It's true. Okay. Um, I will rip off uh, one of the red ones. Um, as you uh, like, put the robe on, it kind of like shrinks to your size and like it fits it fits you nicely. Uh, and you rip off one of these red uh, these red patches, and as you rip it off, uh, four vials of healing potions pour out. Four. Four. Pop four. Up four. four. 
Mark Sarah yeah. to the ground. Four potions of healing. Four. So four. Well, everybody. <clears throat> healing potion for you. Healing potion for you. Healing potion for you. Oh, awesome. That. Oh, you just grabbed that patch off and. These are what came out? Apparently. Alright, well, let's. Let's rip off some more. Well, well you know, maybe, maybe in due time. We'll see. We don't know what they all all do. Well, I mean, they're probably all good, right? They're with magic. Not always. We'll see. I'll take some time with them. Well, and I, you know, the next time I do it, I'll make sure you're there so you can see. Yeah, this was that was cool. D&D advent calendar. <laughs> I'll wait. I'm really curious to see what that black one does. <laughs> what is inside that? Rip it off, just a black hole. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna add a post. Alright, so we ripped off the patch. Um, your guys' decision on what's up next. Okay, um, Brock getting comfortable in the new, not uh, disgusting clothes. Are there any pathways or any anything leading away from where like we docked, like a trail or anything like that? Uh, you can give me a survival check. I uh, will do survival. All right, so, uh, how about an eight? Um, you're looking around, uh, you're kind of like trying to look at the ground to see if you see any like footprints or tracks, uh, but it doesn't look like there's any pathways uh, you guys can see in the area. So is there ability to keep trekking up the stream or are we as far up as we can get, Mark? Um, the stream continues on, but basically what it does is it kind of like narrows down so far that the boats won't be able to like stay afloat. But you can see the river kind of continue through, uh, continue deeper into the mirror, uh, multiple directions. But the direction that you guys were on, there is a river that's heading like the northern direction. So, um, why don't we beach the boats and just follow the river on foot? Yeah, I think so. Let's do it. Okay, pull the boats up on the onto the dry land. Then, sure thing. Um, so just to kind of get you guys a general sense of like timing also, we're like probably like late afternoon, maybe like about two or three after the long boat ride. Uh, so you guys can guide, gauge that by where the sun's at. And uh, like I mentioned before, the fog isn't as thick during the day. Um, and you guys can see pretty clearly um, because we're going up the river. Uh, how do we want to go up this river? Is there a marching order? Is there anything in particular you guys are trying to do while walking? Uh, I'll go first. Um, have my shield out and ready. Um, I'll, go I'll, go, I'll go second. And I'll go third. Um, and I'll go last. Um, just as a thought, just off my head. Um, Kelmar, if we want to send him ahead to scout it all, um, I don't know how many wild shapes you want to use, but wild shape into any animal, I'm pretty sure that you can just go wherever you please, right? No one will look at you twice. You know, that's fair. But 
whenever you guys feel like being stealthy, you don't think it's... Yeah, I mean, we can all, I can also abuse Pass Without Trace to make us all stealthy and go wherever we all There you go. There's... Yeah. But that only, lasts, Very nice. that only lasts for an hour, and it's a second level spell, so... It just popped in my head, I figured I'd say it out loud. Yeah. Let's... Let's boogie. Uh, yeah, so you guys are heading up, heading up the river. Uh, you guys are kind of following along, uh, along the very thin stream that is going up to the north. As you guys continue to walk, um, the marsh kind of starts to rise a little bit, and it's actually a little bit more of like a forest kind of look now. You're starting to get actual trees, getting bush, you're getting a little bit more greenery as you guys are walking through. Um, the waterways actually like split up a bunch into tiny little streams that kind of go over all over the place. Uh, but you guys kind of keep, keep consistent with the biggest one, uh, and just kind of like basing off Kelmar, checking the water occasionally, and getting the general direction that he wants to go. Um, you guys travel for probably like a good 30 minutes or so, um, and then you guys finally approach, uh, looks, uh, looks like a, a semi-path, in a way. Um, you guys can see that there is like some, like, kind of tracks that are on the ground, uh, and then you guys also see it's the far... Uh, just kind of using your general perception, uh, you guys do see a tree that has a third mark right along the edge of it. Good decision, guys. Good choice. Yep. Uh, so you guys continue down uh, down the path. Uh, you guys are getting into an area where it's a little hard, harder to see around you guys because there's so much now uh, greenery and trees. Uh, but as you guys are walking uh, in the distance, uh, probably like Lear with Edson being out front, uh, you can see Lintos again. Uh, it looks like a small camp, and it looks like the center of the camp has a large, like almost like a dirt mound of like plants and trees, and then there's uh, these lean tones all around it. Perhaps how far ahead is this? Um, this is probably like a good like two or three hundred feet ahead of you guys, but you guys can see like the large, uh, large mounds of like you know dirt and plants, uh, but you can also see the lean tones in the distance. Uh, can we make out how many lean tones? Uh, from your guys' standpoint, you guys can see three. Uh, one kind of like off to the off the path to the left, and then another one farther to the left, and then one to the right side. Uh, you can't quite see over the mound. Can we not see any forms of life or anything like that? Or like, can I sense for like traps or like, or not traps, but like look for, I don't know, footprints in the mud or the muck that have been... Yeah. Uh, sure. Give me a survival check for checking for like footprints and stuff. All right. Can I assist him? Uh, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, you look at the ground, um, and you kind of like look at the different footprints that are on the ground. Uh, you can tell that these tracks, uh, these tracks are not like very fresh, but they are relatively fresh. You would say like it's probably been like maybe a day or two, um, but it does look like they are a resemblance of the lizard folk. Yeah, there's there's definitely some people here, guys. Um, so uh, get ready for, for for something. I don't know, but there's people, things. Okay. All right. Got my axe at the ready. Yeah, let's let's get closer. Sure. And we're all traveling together. Yeah, yeah very stealthily. Sounds good. Uh, everyone give me a stealth check. Sixteen. Nineteen. Oh. 
Nat one. Woo, out of four. I rolled a 12. Mythic dice, Ryan. <laughs> All right, so yeah, um, you guys as a group are relatively quiet. You guys are going through the brush. You guys have done this for the time before. Um, Shane, uncharacteristically, is a little louder than you guys are used to, used to seeing. I think he's just he's on edge. He just had a giant crocodile attack him. He's looking around, swift, looking to the left, to the right. Uh, as you guys approach the camp, you guys get to that 120, 100 feet, and uh, you guys do not see any signs of life. Uh, you guys get a little closer, and you guys can see that basically it looks like the plants have really overrun on the center of the camp, but the lean tones seem to be pretty, pretty good shape. Um, the pathway, you guys can tell that the path to it looks like it's a little bit more traveled than where you guys were at earlier. Okay. With, with my nat one, do I stumble and just like hit into my shield, making a loud bang? <laughs> Not quite. I kind of just did a group one more than anything else. It's just kind of with the rest of your team uh, being there. Like one, uh, uh, I would look like to say that Kelmar actually catches you before you trip. Uh, you like trip up on some vines and your foot tangled, but Kelmar catches you right before you hit the ground. Thanks, Kelmar. Yeah, yeah. Be careful. Not really used to walking in this. Yeah, well, it's okay. Uh, we just gotta get a little bit closer and then we'll, then we'll see what we gotta do. I don't know what we're gonna do, but um, we gotta feel it. I put in the text chat, um, what you do, Edson, when you roll in that one. That is, that is you. You open the text one. That's him walking through the forest. Um, <laughs> I was looking for crunchy leaves. That got him. Yeah. Is that nice, fellas? Crunchy leaves. Nice and crispy. <laughs> you guys think I could break this stick over my knee? I wish. I did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Here, try try hitting my armor with that stick. It's gonna break. <laughs> okay, so we got up here. It doesn't look like anyone is notified, even though we're not completely quiet. Um, I wonder if these are just checkpoints, like the last one we stayed at on the other side of the lake. Yeah. I think that's exactly what these are. These are like little, you know, um, checkpoints, just like you said. You know, they're little bases, little base camps um, when they're moving up the river. And do we want to lure them out? Or do um, we want to try to just sneak past and get to the, the big encampment we're hoping to find? I would hate to sneak by them and then for whatever reason they move to the big camp, either because they hear fighting or and, and then we have enemies on both sides of us. Fair. Yeah, we 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 can't leave them. Well, we can't to, to bring them, and and for them to attack us from behind. That's right. Then we're we fighting two people. No. Then let's let's so, see if me and Shane can quietly take these people out, and not arouse the whole camp. If the whole camp gets aroused, then we can blast them. Well, it's just these three little tents. I think we can take it. We've uh, we've encountered a little worse. So why don't we um, lure them out, and then once they're all outside, then we can jump them. 
Okay, I got an idea. Let's hear it. So, you know, like way back in the day when I used to be a sailor and stuff like that, we went to this this faraway land and, and uh, I saw this creature was called a Rhinosaurus, I think it was called. Um, I can make Xander and Zonder Rhinosauruses too. Oh. And and uh, I think that would be kind of funny. <laughs> so, okay. so watch watch this, and then um, what I'm gonna do, Mark, is I can only I can only summon one rhinoceros. Um, uh -huh. uh, charge the uh, charge one of the tents, and his speed is about uh, speed is forty feet. So I'm hoping. That he can just plow through one of these, uh, one of these lean twos with a, uh, with a head of steam. Yeah, I mean it's pretty fast. It's a large beast. Yeah. So we're gonna do yeah, you want to do that? That's what I'm gonna do. So I, I, I conjure one rhinoceros, and I say, "Go, boy, go!" And I slap him on the butt, and he's just gonna take off, and he's just gonna target the middle tent of the three. Um, that he sees there. Oh, we're gonna follow. We gotta get in range, right? I, I can't hit them from this far, so I start following the rhinoceros, right? Yeah, yeah. No, and I say, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. And we just follow right behind it. The cool. vanguard's so, uh, here. So as the rhinoceros charges ahead, you guys kind of like are trying to stay pace with it, but it has a little bit, it's a little faster than you guys. Um, it gets there basically right when you guys get about halfway there. Um, and then he plows into one of these lean tubs, which has like the wood uh, wood kind of rooftop, and he, he knocks the shit out of it and friggin' knocks, uh, knocks it over and crumples down. Um, nothing inside. And you guys kind of approach the camp uh, uh, quickly. You see the scene. Uh, everyone give me perception checks. Wow. Dog shit. I perceive all things. <laughs> 26. Oh dang, I got a 16. 8. Uh, Shane and Kelmar, you guys are looking around, um, and you can see that the all the lean tones are empty. There's one other lean tone on the far side of the, uh, kind of like the dirt mound that's in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, but no life. Okay, I want to investigate one of the surviving lean twos and see what it looks like on the inside. Sure, give me an investigation check. Oh. Um, so you go over to the, go over to the left side of the lean tune. You lean inside of it. Uh, you can see a couple of like dried fish being hung on, hung on the walls. Um, they look like they haven't been there for very long. You see blankets actually on the ground. They don't look uh, muddied or gross. Um, you would imagine with the fourteen uh, the fourteen investigation that this this has been in use at least within the last the last day or two. Okay, excellent. I will relay that to the group. Um, judging by uh, the inside of this little shack, uh, they, they were here in the last couple days. Um, the mound in the middle, covered by vegetation, yeah? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like vegetation, bushes, leaves, vines. Um, these leaves and vines do kind of continue on pathways, but where the regular walking path is, and then the lean tones themselves are not like covered in vegetation, but uh, around them they're pretty, pretty lush. Is this mound man-made? 
Uh, you can take a closer look at it. You can do like a nature check. Can I help him so with this? Mark? What was that? I, I said, can I help him with this? Because I'm interested too why it's all piled up in the middle. Uh, What's, your nature, What's your nature, Dave? Uh, plus three. Mine's only plus two, so if you want to do it the other way around. Uh, you already rolled. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you, can, you can roll a nature check, but just not with advantage. Okay. Because I only rolled a nine. Nah, my, my dice my dice are betraying me tonight. Apparently, um, eleven. Uh, you guys look you guys look at it and it doesn't look consistent and it, you couldn't think of the logical reasoning of why would they make a giant mount. Um, so yeah, it doesn't look, it doesn't look man made. Can I pull my sword out and just like kind of poke it? Is it just dirt? You just stab it in the dirt and meditation. Yeah, 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 stab it. I bet it's something. <laughs> it's about to get real pissed too. <laughs> I'm gonna back up. Yeah, I already did it, and nothing happened. It's fine. Prepare an attack. <laughs> uh, give me one, though, I guess. <laughs> it's gonna be a dragon or something. Poking it. No, it's fine. See? Oh, it's shit. dirt. Bahamut himself comes out to just slap you across the face. <laughs> we woke him up, yay! Quest over, quest over. You stabbed my <laughs> testicle. I just... The very rare brown dragon. <laughs> or that that mound is his testicle. <laughs> the brown dragons with what uh Epson leaves Whoa. at every oh, campsite. Shit. Oh my god. Who dares stab the platinum dragon's testicle? <laughs> Alright, so Dave you uh you stab you stab the mount of dirt and feels like dirt, feels like vines and plants. Yeah, something like I just wanna make sure there wasn't something like buried there. So I I stole my sword, I'm like, no, nah, we're fine. I think Kelmar could touch it, right? And sense if anything was in there? It's all a nature tree. Uh, it's gotta be water. No, I'd let's, like let's just, use, uh... uh... Go ahead. Can I use divine sense? Mark is sitting behind his DM screen like, what are you fucking idiots looking at a mound of dirt? <laughs> fucking dirt! Uh, what? Described divine sense again. I always forget. Um, as an action, you can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything mm -hmm. affected by the hollow spell, or know the location of any celestial fiend undead or undead within six feet. Uh, that is behind total cover. You can use this feature four times a day for a long rest. Uh, yeah, you can use that. Alrighty. Use my second one then. Um, you're kind of like, uh, just take a moment. Uh, you kind of like put your hand on your shield where you have the symbol, the symbol of Teresa and Muhammad on there. Uh, you kind of breathe in for a second. You can sense there's undead like just on the brim of your reach of your divine sense, uh, but on the central part of the base, you do not feel anything. Okay. That's just a mound of dirt, guys. Yeah. Just interesting. It's this strange pile of dirt. That's fine. I, I kick over the pile of dirt. Let's see if we can find um, a path leading. I mean, it's, a big, it's a big mound of dirt. Imagine if you're kicking into it, uh, it sounds like your foot like, just basically hits hits bush and dirt. Um, so I've been chuckling. Oh, okay. Edson, do you, did you tell us that you sense uh, undead? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's coming from where we came. Oh, it's from where we came from? Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if it was going to, yeah. I was going to ask you if they're in our the direction we're going. 
Actually, Mark, are, are they in the direction we're heading to, or? Uh, not so much. A little bit more to this, this like back the direction you guys came, and like a little sensing, just a little bit to the uh, western shore, uh, closer, closer, like to the to the left of you. Um, but it's like just at the edge of your reach, and you can just kind of sense there's just a general unsettling undead feeling coming from that side. Uh, kind of similar, like when you were going over the water, you just kind of had the that just ominous undead feel all around you. Yeah, we should be fine as long as we're on land. All right, let's okay. let's press forward. How long is Mr. Rhino with us now? He'll be he'll be with us for another hour. I'd like to ride Mr. Rhino. Nope, I'm gonna ride him. <laughs> not not <laughs> obvious at all. <laughs> Good. <laughs> let's go. Uh, and right right as you guys are like walking past uh, walking past the uh, lean towns and are just about to walk out uh, walk out of the village. Um, are you guys still doing the same marching order? Um, no, I'll be in the back with the rhino. I'll still be in the front. I'll take second. Okay. Um, your rhino all of a sudden has an issue of moving, and these vines are wrapped around its legs. Ew, it, it's, the, the mound is, is that same thing we saw in a different campaign. Um, it's going to do probably hits because I think a rhino's AC is like 11. Should have shot that uh, I also believe it is 11, yes, it is. Yeah, so both will hit. Um, so that's going to do that. So first, uh, when he starts to grab you, he starts to grab and squeeze really quickly and starts to like pull basically the rhino back towards him. Uh, the first one hits for, uh, hits for 18 damage, the second one hits for 15 damage, and he is engulfed. Uh, you are on top of him, so I would like to say you're engulfed with him. So now you just see this mount slowly move all of its dirt and plants around to start to wrap around the rhino. Um, everyone roll initiative. I knew you, you fucking mound! And you guys just like are all of a sudden walking and then like Cumber's like, oh cool, get to ride my rhino. And rhino's not moving. Why is rhino not moving? And then yeah, just plants and yeah, dirt just kind of squeeze around Kelmar and the rhino. Alright, Kelmar, what did you get? Kelmar got a 21. Cool. That's and a... Rhino got a 14. I got an 8. Lane? Uh, natural 20, 24. And I got an 18. Alright, Jane. Uh, you are on top of the order. You just hear, like, leaf and bush kind of going around, and you hear the muffled sound of Kelmar and Orion go, and you turn around, plants and dirt kind of consuming them. How far away are they? About 10 feet. So I was third in the marching You were third in the marching order, so yeah, it's like right up on you. Like, oh shit! But there's a rhino. Rhino's a large creature, so I'd say 10 feet, at least. Okay, so I... They're back. they're back up 30 feet. Um, and then we're going to shoot it with. Um, so what, are we, what are we calling it? Viper shot? The one with fire. Uh, fire is, yeah, fiber. Uh, well, we got, we got not very many of those left, but plant. Plant don't like fire. <laughs> That's you. 
Um, and I will, um, give it a, um, I can't ever remember the name of it. Sharpshooter. I'm gonna give it to plus two. Extended damage. Yeah. Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. Yep. Said you backed up. Uh, how far did you back up? I full range. 30 feet. Sounds good. Uh, uh, Shane fires off his two shots. <laughs> how does the second bullet, when it hits it, does it react very much to it at all? Uh, doesn't really flinch too much on it. Um, it was the same with the first shot. Uh, the, basically, the only thing you notice is when the basically when your first shot fired off and the viper kind of like tried to latch onto him, uh, just kind of like rolled off. Yeah. Alright boys, fired real good. Um, come on. Um... I'm gonna attempt to break out of this... engulf this uh, yeah. Yeah, so you need to do acrobatics or athletics to break this grapple. It will be an action. Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do acrobatics. Uh, 13. 13 will not do it. Uh, you are still you're you're trying to slide out and kind of like pull your arm out, but like when you're like getting stuck in a sweater, your arm is just stuck in that one sleeve. You're still stuck in it. Help me. Saving throw. Uh, not 12. Yep. Four psychic damage. Okay. And then I'm going to yell at Kalmar. Um, you need to be better 
at not letting things eat you. And you have a bardic inspiration. Sweet. Very, very inspiring. Very inspiring. Yeah. Doing his best right now. Um, I will... Uh, yeah, I'll stay where I am. Or I'll take like five feet back. You're like at 20 feet, basically, from him. Uh, you're already like 15 away. Okay, then, then I'll move. Away. I'll move a full 30 feet away from Kelvin. Okay, sounds good. Uh, you uh, string a couple notes on your uh, on your guitar. Uh, you're not sure if it affected the creature, but you feel like your magic hit, and uh, then you kind of scream out, scream out to scream out to Kelvin. Actually, by the way, David, um, I don't think of Expression requires you to go to here. But it does say here that basically, oh no, he, he's just blind. No, but he's good. Yeah. You heard your motivational speech. Alright, so, the start of the giant creature. Uh, Kelmar and your rhinoceros are going to do a constitution thing. Constitution. Shambling Mount will use his movement while carrying his engulfed creatures, because that's what he can do. Uh, he's going to move up to Edson, and he's going to take two swings at Edson. Bring it out. Uh, one will miss, the second one is a 25. Nailed it! Uh, 14 damage. Some giant creature kind of like pulls out this arm, which looks like literally looks like a giant tree branch wrapped in vines and slams down on the heads. Uh, the first one you're able to like move out of the way, and the second one comes around a little quicker than you're expecting. All right, that is going to be Rhinoceros' turn. He is engulfed. Gilmar, are you there? Yes. Rhinoceros' turn. I mean, fuck. Try to break the grapple. So you can still, you can still attack it with your rhino if you if you want your rhino to attack. Um, he just has disadvantage because he's in gold or strange. But he also can try to break the grapple. Um, if he breaks, yeah, I think he's gonna attempt to break the grapple. Sounds good. Athletics or uh, acrobatics. Um, I think you just go off his. Okay, strength so strength is, strength is a 21. Yeah, I see that. Um, he does not have any proficiency. Oh, he's two plus two proficiency. And I'm going to give him proficiency in athletics because he's a one. So you have plus seven to athletics. Uh, 22? Yes. You break you see the rhino just kind of like push through. Uh, but Kelmar, unfortunately, the rhino's not like holding on to you, and it like breaks free of uh, the vines and rope, and you just kind of like feel the feel the lower portion of the you you're sitting on the rhino, and he just kind of like leaves you, breaks out of it. Oh. Okay. Uh, do you want your rhino to stay nearby, or is he trying to move away from that? 
No, I want it to fucking gore it. Or no, I guess that was his attack. Yeah, it's a good suck. Get out of it. But he's out of it. He's gonna just stay right there. He's just gonna get out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he can do next time. That's it. Your turn. to go and get some revenge with my axe. Sounds good. So I'm gonna go up to it and uh, hit it twice. Do it, do it. First one to 17. That'll hit. Ready? The 6 plus 24. So, uh, 13 damage in total. Got it. And then the next attack. Uh, yeah, you first swing here, kind of like swing right into him, kind of rip away a couple, uh, a couple of lines. Your uh, axes have the bigger teeth, the bigger gnarly looking teeth, as it's like digging into this giant plant-like thing. Well, I got a 21 on the second swing. That one hit as well. So that's, uh, So, uh, that should be 15 in total. Cool. Uh, you, uh, take your first one and kind of hack away a lot of, like, the vines and branches. Like, you can almost see, like, the blue uh, skin of Kelmar. You can take another swing to try to, uh, try to help him break free. You get a little deeper into the in there. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I'm also going to use a bonus action to uh, cast a shield of faith. So. Good choice. Try the uh, pond pellet on it. See how it comes. Um, and again, I will use marksman shot. Sharp shoot, sharp shooting. I will never remember it. Alright, cool. Uh, Kelmar, you are engulfed. 
Uh, you can see your fingers just just escaping the dirt uh, dirt section of this mound. Yeah, can I you can I try and follow the path that the rhino made out? Uh, you can try. It won't, it won't help you get out of it any easier. But that's what you want, right? Um, but the anatomy, I, lo I love it. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit to slip out of the vines and kind of plop out like almost like getting like pooped out from birth right next to Edson Edson's there hacking away hacking away at the creature and you pop out and your rhino's behind you we have to see you hey fucking kill this thing ah. working on it uh Brock you're up and you just saw Kelbar pop out of the uh mount oh thank god or uh, some gods, or whoever's up there, whatever's listening. Um, I'm going to continue to use uh, Mind Slipper on it. Uh, so now it has um, to save with a negative D4 to it. Gotcha. Edson screams out, Muhammad's up there! Uh, 14 to save. Nope. Yeah, there we go. Six and a five. Eleven psychic damage. Got it. Um, yes, that is going to be it for my turn. Um, it's the big guy. It's the big guy's turn. He's got nothing in gold, so that doesn't happen. So he's just going to take a swing at the rhino. No one at Calvary. Use 
That'll be, uh, 15 damage. Yep, slash into it. Uh, you're really starting to take chunks out of it. I can see that its form is starting to lessen, as you guys are whacking really at it. I'll swing at it again. Okay. Nat 20. Kill it! Alright, so now my axe has 3 d four. <laughs> It's so six. And his eye, and so sixty-four. Eye opens. <laughs> the yellow eye with its black iris. And this thing, it looks like it's hurt pretty bad, right? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's definitely like lost its shape and its uh, large form. Would you say it's only like a few hits away? Or? You can do a nature check or a medicine check. Medicine check actually doesn't qualify. You gotta do a nature check. You have no idea. It's some fucking dirt. All right, I'll do a quick nature check. That's a nat one. I have no fucking clue. I smite it. No, it's a <laughs> this guy. This guy looks like he's gonna kill us all. <laughs> all right, I use a smite with that then. <laughs> yep, and throwing all the dice for the uh, because of the fact that it's a crit. So that is forty-six damage. see him almost like kind of like deflate and you see like the dirt and the plants kind of like slide into the ground and kind of like see it in the floor. Well that felt good. I'd like to, like to look up to the sky and like, thanks Teresa. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm a, I'm for that. I never trusted that mound of dirt. I'm, I'm glad I didn't eat me when I stabbed it earlier. <laughs> well, shit, it ate me and I didn't even stab it. Maybe you should stab things more often. Maybe, maybe you, maybe we shouldn't stab things and they would leave us alone. Uh, I don't know. I stabbed it and it left me alone. You didn't stab it and it attacked you. So... Maybe we just stab everything. Just to be sure. That on a t-shirt. <laughs> stab it just in case. <laughs> Alright, let's, let's try to continue on this trail. Let's get out of here. Let's go. I mean, I'm... Uh, You're hurting? You sure? I mean, I, I'm not, not feeling too hot. Actually, uh, would it be alright if... Uh, actually, it's probably wait. Here, come here. I got I got you. I'll use a uh, cure wounds on him. Uh, no, don't... You save your spells. You save your spells. Alrighty. Um, I, I got you, Kalmar. Um, I'll I'll grab my uh, loot and I'll start playing. Um, I kind of just adopted it because I liked it so much. It's like, come here, Kelmar, for this here boon. 
I bet you guys forgot that my loot can cast Cure Wounds. And I will give you a Cure Wound. Um, eight. Eight health. Also, that was a nice. That was a nice little tune, but you got like three more. Ah, oh, man, my back is just killing me. I'm gonna give him five points of lay on hands. Well, what about uh, your? Uh, you got, don't you have like the uh, the Asimar one, which is like healing hands? Oh yeah, I keep forgetting I have that. Yeah. Well, yeah how much? Do... How much does that one do? Uh, I think it's my level. Uh, let me double check. If it is just my level, then it's just straight five. Okay. Yeah, use an action to gain the number of hit points equal to your level. So that's it's seven. Out. I'll pass you five. I'm going to use 14 on six. myself to get six. me back up to max. We're level six. Yes, we don't do six to Kelmar. Um, and Kelmar, uh, here, you, um, I, I pull out the, uh, the potion of healing. Um, that I, you can, you can take this to. Oh uh, no 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 that, that that's that's fine you I can uh. Those those are gonna be those are those are in case we don't have any spells none of us can cure each other I can I can I can help myself out um. Sure. I got a couple first levels a lot of first levels actually that I can use, um and then I'll cast a cure wounds on myself as well. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. I'm alright. I feel better. Okay. Uh, it is it is getting kind of late as I look up at the sun. So, yeah. Uh, we we need we need to uh, keep moving. That's why I didn't want to take a short rest. Just a quick gather gather ourselves and and get going. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you guys you guys heal up, Kalmar. Uh, you guys uh, get back up on the road, and uh, you start walking, walking along. Uh, what's the walking order? Maybe, maybe we have Shane, Shane up front. So you know, just a, a better eye, eye up front, so we can see anything coming up ahead. Sounds good. All right. Uh, and as you are just walking along, Shane's kind of guiding the way. Um, Shane, with your passive perception, uh, you hear you hear in the distance like it sounds like someone's stepping on like sticks and branches. And it sounds like a couple people or things. Everybody, stop! 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 Um, you can hear. It sounds like people up ahead, just going through the brush, snapping twigs, stepping on leaves, stuff like that. Right, let's let's hide. Let's go off this. Let's go off the road or try to find any cover. Mark, could I tell if they were coming towards us, away from us? Sound like they were coming towards you. Okay, yeah, good call. Rock, let's go. Any cover nearby? Uh, yeah, you guys are working together. I'll just if someone do advantage still uh stealth check. I got I got advantage stealth check. Um okay, yeah. Wow. Two eleven. You uh, kind of uh, push, uh, go off to the side uh, side of the main road, and you kind of get it behind some bush. You get to like a little bit higher elevation, so you guys can see. And as you guys see in the distance, uh, uh, and like right now it's probably like maybe like four, five, so it's not like you know sunset yet, but it's getting there. And you guys are walking. Uh, you guys see nine lizard folks walking up. 
a few adorned with uh, shields and swords. Um, a couple, a couple of them look like they have the backpack that was carrying like a crate kind of thing, uh, but they don't have a crate on their backs. Um, they're being very cautious, and they look, they are looking around, very aware of their surroundings. Okay. How far away are we from them now? Probably like a good 150, 200 feet, but you guys can visually see them. So, looks like they're looking for us, fellas. They're armed, and they're also, you know, seemingly trying to be really aware of their surroundings. Nine, what's your book, huh? Mm -hmm. I could try to, I could try to conceal us, and they, they pass by, or do you want to try to take this whole group out? Well, I think that they're, they've gotten word that a few of their camps, you know, or whatever, have been, there have been people coming up from behind them. Brock, take out Brock looks group. at Shane's gun. It could be that. It also could be my gun. They can hear it. So, um, it's, it's so they could hear the gun, and so they're coming to investigate that. Um, they're coming, they're backtracking to figure out why. How many did we kill earlier with backpacks? Three. The crates? Four. Three. They're gonna, coming back to figure out what happened to that. It's a good chunk of change we took. Um, so they'll probably get back to the mound, find that corpse, and then come back this way. Yeah. So we can we can let him pass. Uh, it's been just a general general knowledge for like the creature you killed. It, it, you can't tell that it's dead. Like basically, it's just plant and leaf. Okay. It's, well, we also it's ran a, a little bit more. So. We also ran a rhino through that camp too. So yeah. That. Correct. It but it was under animal, which dissipated in water. Well, yeah. They. True. I guess the 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 DM is trying to tell us that. They won't know that we were there. <laughs> Maybe we'll so, see. Um, we but, can let them pass. Then, if that's the case, if they don't know to come back this way, then let them pass. So you guys are staying still, staying in the cover. Yeah. Um, so as they are getting closer to you guys, uh, they are kind of walking up, continuing to look around. Um, there is basically two of them in the back with bows. There's three up front that have uh, kind of like almost like a tortoise shell and a shield and uh, clubs in their hands and then there is like a couple in the middle that are like having like just a dagger out or just a sword out um, and most of their armor as they're getting closer to you guys can, or like most of their weapons that you can see are kind of crudely made um, some of them have rust marks on them some of them are not quite fine tipped ends the clubs are usually just like sticks wrapped with a stone on the end of it uh, very tribal kind of uh, weapons um, and now they're about 40 feet away from you guys think we should uh, sneak attack on them are they walking towards us currently yes okay yeah i thought we were off to the side you guys are like off to the side but they're like walking down the path so in a sense they are coming towards me okay so how far off the path are we i would say maybe like 20 feet oh shit yeah they're gonna see us when they get close so yeah we can um do we not want to fight these people we need this to decide right now. I can no. help. So this is this a no? Shame? I'm open, for, I'm open for options. Like, I'll, if we get a sneak attack, I, I have a, a, I have a pretty good feeling that I can one-tap one of them. Um, Kelmar. Because if we, if we decide to fight, then... Wash. You know, we, 
this shit off of our path. Alright guys, so we're gonna roll for initiative. Uh, what'd you get, Shane? Uh, in 11. Okay. Uh, Edson? 5. Uh, Brock? 6. And Gellar? Natural 20! So 22. Hey, you gotta roll half of that initiative. I know. Alright, Gilmar, you are up. Mac, you are up first. You have one lizard folk that looked like you got washed away with the stream. Uh, six to five others on the ground, and then three standing. One absolutely terrified by the fact that three laser beams spun around its head, but didn't hit. Um, I am going to shapeshift into a polar bear. Sounds good. And I'm going to charge after these guys and hit the first one I see. Uh, there's one still standing with the shield, or do you want to hit something else? No, I want to hit something on the ground. That sounds yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's two more on the ground. Yeah, I want to just crush one guy on the ground. Uh, Alright, so we get a bulk attack, bite and the claw. So for my bite, uh, it's going to be a 22. That will hit. So that is uh, going to be 13 damage on the bite. He's dead. He's dead. Yep. You, uh, you see Kelmar follow all of a sudden, like, you start to run towards the group, and then he pushes his hands on the ground, and right as his hand gets the ground, this swoosh of water goes over him, and you just peel out of the water, and that's a giant polar bear, that's white bluish tip to you. Come over to this lizard focus on the ground. Yeah, you put your mouth right on his head and you rip it right off. Alright, and then I'm gonna attack the other guy on the ground. Is he right next to him? He's all in the fight. So yeah. Okay. He's gonna get some claws to the chest. Um, so that's a six plus seven to hit is gonna be a thirteen. Uh, that will actually miss. Oh, actually, do you move the damage? You're all the damage. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, somehow the guy just is able to, after getting knocked down by the tidal wave, puts it there, put the rules over, and uses his shield just enough to stop you from penetrating him. <laughs> yes, terrifying, though. Uh, but, so, now it's the loser fuck turn. Everyone else rolled like guts. Uh, one of the folks next to Delmar will stand up, the other one with the shield, that two will both take spins with you. 14 and 17. Is that it? I don't know what polar bear stats are. Yeah, it will hit. Yeah, you don't know so. Um, it, okay. the polar bear's AC is a 12. I'm gonna yell, oh, I'm gonna yell out at the 14. Um. Yep. You ain't shit, motherfucker! And I cut it by a 7, so that one will miss. Sounds good. Uh, the other one will hit with his, uh, club. And he gets you for 4 damage. And now the other guy that's next to you will take his two swings. One will miss, one's a natural 20. For 12 damage, bringing the club down on the bear. Uh, the lizard folk behind them, one of them that is in the middle, uh, 
actually two of them are in the middle, they both stand up. Uh, one of them is like adorned with like almost like a red cloak around its neck. Uh, you guys see it look at the situation, turn around, and go the opposite direction into the, into the bush. Uh, the one that's in the middle has a sword, uh, actually switches to a spear, and throws a spear at the giant bear. Alright. Uh, I will hit with an 18. Boop. Seven damage. Cool. Um, then there is the two melees in the back. One will stand up, movement. Another one will fire off one of his bows. And right now, seemingly the only thing that they noticed was the bear. So we will shoot the bear, and we'll also shoot the bear. On this, and it hits. One to 21. For six damage. Ooh, that's a little bit of a it's going to be on to Shane. Uh, you're about 40 feet away. You see a giant bear going uh, go to town on lizard folk. Okay. Um, I will shoot at. Um, let's see. So we have. How many do we have remaining? Seven or eight? Yeah. Two range. Two. The two behind, basically the two shielded guys, and the two shielded guys up in front of Kelmar. So six. it's like six, and then one ran off into the, into the uh, brush. Okay. Um, fuck this. <laughs> um, I will shoot at the range back there. Go range on range. We're gonna do sharpshooter, and we're gonna shoot it with a long bevel. Nine hit. Nine hit my just a little bit of a range of firing. Uh, looks like they're just a little shorter than you're expecting. You kind of whip right above his head. The 10 to hit. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing. Be there, uh, okay. I'm going to do the same thing. Um, I'm going to use a um, advantage roll. Sure. Uh, that first one will probably hit 22. Yeah. 24 damage. 25 damage. 25. Uh, you fire off the shot. Uh, you add a little bit of extra gunpowder into the pipe right, uh, right or into the barrel right before you fire it off. The uh, explosion kind of like flares off, and then when it hits the guy, it just puts, uh, puts it right to his gut and crumbles to the ground. Yes, that's my turn. Awesome. Yeah, you thought Cold Dragon was a problem? No, it's an 
So from my axe's bonus damage alone, I got 14 damage. Wow, your axe alone killed it. <laughs> well, thank you for convincing me not to smite. <laughs> You're welcome. They all okay, took you, some uh, damage, so they're back, all like you, hurt. You bring back your axe, and then you like hack into his hack into the shield. You shatter the shield and just cold full motion right through their right through the foot. Oh, that's it. You have a second attack. Alrighty. Um, I I do have a question. Did my axe change at all for getting now up to four? I'm starting to have that because weird like these, like black veins going through the back of its eye. I just look at it and go like, Ugh, and swing at the other lizard folk. That's a uh, twenty-two hit. Alright. Alright. Let's see. Six from the D4s, and... Keep in mind, it's still three D4s. That's still a half, oh, but whatever. Oh, Either way. your turn. Uh, there are two with javelins, and then one on the back of the bow. And uh, I can't see the one that ran off into the forest, or the jungle around the corner. Uh, you would have to, you would have to probably actually do a perception, uh, perception check and get closer. Um, no, I'm going to, um, one of the guys with javelins, I'm going to, um, start playing playing the music and I like saving throw. Nope. Nine psychic damage. Doing the big, like the big arm, like uh, stringing, strumming the guitar, like the windmill motion. That will be uh, my turn. Um, I'll move within 20 feet of the back of it. Let's do that one. Let's roll. Let's roll. 
Sevens. Yes, I will kill him. And you all bite into his neck and you like throw him to the side. You want to keep him in attack? Yeah, I'm going to go both my claws. That's uh, 14 plus 7, 21 to hit. Mm -hmm. uh, this is going to be uh, 6 plus 5, 11 damage. Uh, Actually, well, I'm sorry, Mark. It's uh, it's 2d6, not 1d8. I killed him. Does seven plus a five, that's twelve damage. Yeah, I killed him. Uh, so, Gilmar uh, sees Edson slay these last two. He kind of like bear jumps over Edson as uh, Edson decapitates one of them, runs over, bites the throat of one of the uh, lizard folk, drags him towards the one that has the uh, bow and arrow, lets go, lets go, drops it to the ground, and slashes at this guy, and then kills him. Uh, all those are folk are either bleeding out or already dead. Um, I will... <coughs> he, as a bonus action, I will come out of my bear form. Okay. And say, just look around and be like, Huh. That wasn't so hard, huh, guys? I, I told you we faced worse odds. True. Very true. Um, yep. it wasn't too bad. I'm gonna start looking, looking around through. Uh, we did. I, I didn't see. I didn't see that one run away. I didn't see him, so. You saw him run a direction though. There's one more out there. I think he's going back to the group then. Yeah. I mean, we know that they were looking for us. Let's let me rummage through and see what I can find on these on these bodies. And see if they have any printed orders or anything like that. Oh, I'll, I'll help you out on that, Rod. I love you. Here, why don't we give the body bodies to my axe so we can at least hide the, the bodies? I don't think your axe can eat all of these bodies. <laughs> I, I look at now my massive axe. I think you can do it. Yeah, I'm gonna start feeding the bodies to the axe. Uh, yeah, and you start feeding the bodies to the axe. Uh, Edson, give me a constitution save throw. That's a seven. Uh, with your aura? Or, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's with the aura. I just oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, as he's like, uh, ch uh chawing into the, uh, lizard folk, uh, you get this strange sense of you're actually kind of hungry. Like you haven't had like a good meal in a while, and him just eating through his lizard folks just kind of making you feel like you're a little bit hungry as well. I'd like to just grab my rations from my backpack and just snack on it. Uh, when you bite into your rations and start eating them, uh, it's very unsatisfying. Uh, you feel like he's just probably because you just haven't had a home cooked meal in a while, and just you, you really want to have some substance, and these rations are doing what they need to, but they don't they don't taste great. Once we get back, I, I want to order something like a bit beefier. Agreed. Agreed. And Brock, you want to take order the bodies? Yeah, uh, Kelmar said he'd give me a hand, so I'm going to go with advantage. Sure. 
Okay, 17. I look at her body, she find a total of three gold and like 17 silver. Uh, you guys find a mixture of like weird trinkets and stuff. You also find a necklace kind of similar to the lizard folks you guys first ran into, which has like a lot of like uh, human like small items and stuff. Like, you know, uh, crushed, crushed crystals, little pieces of glass uh, going around their necks, uh, very similar that you saw them before. Uh, their weapons are all crude and fully made. Uh, it looks like you know, that's a near just uh, appalled by the craftsmanship of these blades. Uh, it looks like a child was hammering at it. I, I look at them with disgust. Uh, the weapons seem very beautiful. The shields are kind of cool because the shields are actually are like a, a, a plus two shield, like you guys are used to saying, but it does have spikes on it, so you guys would probably use it as a weapon. Mind if I grab one of those? Yeah, you find one that's in pretty good condition. It's, just kind of, it's a little bit, little bit dirty from the lizard blood that's been sprayed onto it, but uh, one's in good condition. What what's the shield called? It's literally called spike shield. Uh, so it's basically like a, to a tortoise shell with uh, spikes on the end of it. Used use as a weapon. Sick. All right, then I'm gonna start cleaning it off a bit. That's good. Um, but yeah, Dave, you don't see any notes or any kind of letters of any kind. Uh, these lizard folk are dressed very similar to the same lizard folks we just saw when we first got here. Yeah, you said a couple of them had boxes. Or did I miss here? Uh, so they had, no, they had backpacks, like you guys saw them before, that the guys were using to carry crates. So it's basically like a, basically like a backpack with like a piece of wood that's like an L shape to be able to put crates on top of. Okay. No actual crates on them. Got it, got it, got it. So they were on their way out to pick up more material. Are we, are we like trying to push forward? You guys want to take a short rest? What? What time of day is it? Uh, it's probably getting close to sunset. Uh, the sun is still uh, the sun is still visible, uh, but you guys could probably say it's maybe like an hour left of daylight. We gotta hurry. Like, as soon as that sun's down, our like our window's gone. Okay. I, I I can't see in the dark, guys. Okay, let's get moving. Well, if it comes to it, Kalmar, I'll like I can make it look like daylight if we need it. Let's, let's let's get a move on because we I I think we should camp soon and you know we, we shouldn't be on this trail and with that other guy gone they're gonna come back so we gotta we gotta do something we gotta go. Let's move forward. Let's try to let's try to follow the way the guy went back. All right. So the guy went off the path. Do you want to continue down the path or the direction that you saw him going? We want to go. We want to go the way that these guys came. If they came down the path, we want to go that way. Okay, but down the path. Are we like in a minimal hustle kind of movement, or are we still kind of being cautious? At least it will stealthily looking around. Yeah, we're going to be moving forward cautiously. We want to hear people before us. Um, same order that we had seemed to work pretty well with Shane up front, then um, Edson, then me. So I went, I went second uh, last time. Okay, let's do that. 
Time to go to you guys. You're going down the path. Uh, you guys continuing down the road. Uh, again, you guys see on the left-hand side as you guys are walking down, you see a tree with a slight burn mark along the side of it. Uh, Shane, with you leading the way, uh, just over to the right-hand side, you can barely see something, but it looks like a, a white rag uh, kind of waving in the air. Charles, I think that's a uh, surrender flag. Um, but um, why? Um, Edson, I don't mean to volunteer you, but if it, if it sounds like a good plan, let's do it. Um, do you want to go and talk to them and I'll cover you? Yeah. But if I you try to that. jump out, I can... I'll, yeah. I'll go with Edson. Kelmar, you stay back with Shane. Uh, as you guys are like kind of discussing and talking, you see that the white flag is moving closer to you. Uh, it's in that brush that you can't quite see the person that's holding it. Um, I'm gonna say, how far away are they? Um, probably like a good 60, 70 feet. I'm gonna say, you know, raise my voice a little bit, not not shout to hear me, defeat right there. Uh, you see it stop. Uh, you see it stop. Okay, go for it, bells. We'll cover you. All right. Can I head forward? I'll have my axe down to my side but in my hand along with my new spiky shield the other hand the other hand uh, so as you guys approach and you guys kind of like turn the corner uh, just around the brush you guys can see the lizard folk you saw earlier with the red uh, red like scarf around his neck and he's holding a stick with a white rag on the top can you hear him raise his voice yo cold no Uh, you see, like, almost like a sigh of relief on him, and, like, he looks to his left, look to his right. You. Strong. I'd say so. Uh, he puts his, uh, the stick down with the rag. Um, and, uh, he... You. Help. I, I'd like to try and speak to him in Draconic. Is this easier to talk in? So he's got like a smile like across his face. Um, I'll give you a little more better descriptive of him. So he's got kind of a shorter snout for a lizard folk. Um, he's got the red lines that come across the top of his nose. Uh, he has most of his teeth, but a section of his bottom jaw looks like it's bruised and cut. Uh, he has this red scarf that it seems like it was probably tailored and made by a human. Um, has no shirt on. Uh, has like a, basically kind of like a loincloth on the bottom half, and has a short sword on his hip. And he's like, oh, thank you. Uh, I snap jaw. You? Uh, my name is Edson. Uh, he comes over and uh, he starts to walk up towards you. I I put my uh, sword and shield, or I mean my uh, axe back in its uh, holster and my shield on my back, on top of the other shield. <laughs> uh, and he comes over and he gets a little closer to you, almost in hand uh, hand reach, and he uh, then he finally notices Brock behind you. Him, friend. Yes, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, he uh, touches his chest. Uh, Snapjaw, he says it in Draconic when he looks at Brock. Snapjaw. Brock, Brock, did you hear He doesn't speak Draconic. Dave doesn't, or Brock doesn't speak Draconic, so he's just hearing lizard talk. I go, yes. I, I nod my head. Yes. Uh,. I'll say in common, Brock, uh, he's introducing himself to you. Oh, oh okay, um, Brock Timbers. <laughs> I point to myself. 
Uh, and then you hear in a very like guttural sounding common kind of broken. Perfect. Right there, buddy. Bra. That works. Um, I'd like to speak in Draconic again, just say, are you alone? Yes, that was our party that was supposed to continue forward. Uh, we were to meet at the camp with next arrival of shipment. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so did we just kill a bunch of innocent lizard folk? Uh, Shane and Kelmore, you guys are still staying back. Uh, I'll, I'll shout up there. You boys okay? No, I'll, I'll kind of read it, and if they're not attacking them, and uh, I'll, I'll make my way over there because uh, obviously I see them, you know, kind of introducing themselves, putting their hands on their chest and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd like like to say I've got two more friends here with us, uh, and I, I'll yell back, Shane, Kelmar, it's all good. Following up, and as you guys approach, um, Snapdog's looking at Edson, uh, primarily. You, come, come here to, to help? Yes, we're after the cult. Cults, no good. Is there anything you know that could help us to help stop them? I know where camp is. Ooh, that's very helpful. Mark, you know where do I believe him? Inside check. Inside check. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, 14 on the dice, plus 5, 19. Uh, Brock, by his body movements, um, he sees Ernest. Uh, you can tell that he feels very relaxed by being able to speak Draconic uh, to Edson. Uh, to everything that you can read off of him, he seems truthful. Uh, can I uh, roll history for something I know? I know. Uh, go ahead. Can I roll history off of something I would have learned from my uh, book, possibly about uh, a. <laughs> uh, what in particular you're trying to uh, remember or know? Just kind of what kind of people they are and everything. That way I can. Because I know personally something about lizard folks since I played one. But I don't want to bring that knowledge in. <laughs> Unless my guy was my guy. Gotcha. Go ahead and roll, yeah, roll history. Advantage. Because you have the book and it's specific to that. Dang. But even with advantage, it's a nine. Uh, you haven't read that part, I guess. <laughs> you skimmed over that section. Okay. Then I just. Edson's innocence, he just trusts the guy. Uh, he, he looks over and he's like. You sure? Not cult? Positive. And I, I'd like to show him my shield that shows Bahamut. Uh, he puts his hand on your shield and uh, kind of looks at your shield. He's like, very, very good steel. Yeah. I worked on this myself. Uh, and he kind of shows you his blade. His blade's like kind of gnarled up. It's a little like, the damage on the edge of it. it looks like it just wasn't properly like uh, tempered. Um, and like the handles are like mostly just leather wrapped around the edge of the blade. Uh, yeah, mind if I see that for a sec? 
I like hands it over. I'd like to work out a whetstone and, <laughs> and sharpen it up a little for him. Like, clean it up. Uh, you want to use your special whetstone you got back from, like, our first fucking session, or just a just general a general whetstone? No, I'm not giving Okay. I was like, dang, you're gonna give him a plus one? Just like, as a pig, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's a temporary plus one. <laughs> yeah, no. You, uh, whetstone it, you kind of, like, sharp, uh, sharp it out, but as, as he's doing that, uh, he's like, uh, we should not stay here. Come. Alright. Let's go, guys. Um, so you see that okay. he actually kind of like doesn't go to the path. He kind of veers a little bit to the right of the path, but he seems to be following the path, but just off of it. Um, he uh, finds a spot where it's kind of like a little bit lower down, the high grass as well as the, the trees kind of encompass you guys, and he uh, gets lower down. Here, here should be safe. Alrighty. So, so it's an it's is this are we is he a friend? How? I think Shane you speak your He's, He hates the cult as much as we do at CMC. Um I do. He actually knows where their camp is. So he said that he can help lead us to it. But I do have a question for him, and I'll switch to Draconic and say, How many are in this camp? Uh like me or uh, the cult. Um, don't see them often. They usually come out of large castle once in a while. Uh, they have half elf half elf leader. Will your people help us? Uh, tough to convince. Uh, most most are scared. Edson, we we just killed eight of his buddies. How do we know? How do we know he's not taking us back to his camp? Well, I, from just seeing the guy, he seems like he's pretty earnest. Okay. Like. Granted, we want to like, get to their camp, so. That's true. Uh, kind of puts his hands up, and the bully wog uh, shoves him, uh, shoves him, and pushes him into the ground. Uh, Snapjaw just slowly gets himself up, wipes the dirt off of I'd him. I'd like to help uh, Snapjaw up. Uh, the moment you start moving towards the group, uh, you see bully wogs pull out their uh, pull out their spears and go. Whoa. I stop and just look at uh, it. Yeah, and Snapjaw gets up, looks back at you, and just puts his hand out and kind of just tells you, just stay, just stay there. Uh, so he stands back up, and the Bullywug looks back at you guys, looks back at him, and gives him another shove, doesn't knock him down this time. Uh, but then they hop off to the side, and the Bullywugs fall up his sleeve. Snapjaw walks back over, a little bit of mud on him, wipes himself off. <sighs> We're... are we okay? Uh, I need to take you... I need to take you to, uh, Colt first, before I can take you to my leaders. Hold on one second. Hey, Brock. Uh, how's your acting for today? My acting's always great. What? What's going on there? What do you say? We can't go to his leaders first. We have to go to the cult first because of the bullywug. We have to go to the cult? What do you... Bullywug? What do you mean? Um... 
I talked to him, I'm like, how come we have to go to the cult first? They won't let me come with new people until cult checks in. I turn to them and relay that message. I can try. Alright, I'm leaving that up to you, Brock, because uh, <laughs> my acting skills are... Uh, they're alright, but they're not that, as good as yours. Yeah, and so he looks over at you. Uh, we'll check in with them. Uh, let me get you a layout of, of base. Uh, he like look, points basically to the north. He says, Bullywood Huts. Uh, don't go there. Uh, to the south of him, you, you see like a kind of like a pit area. Uh, you guys can see like a pen, basically where the giant lizards are kind of like roaming around, wrestling with each other and stuff. And you guys keep moving forward, and then to the far right, before you guys approach, basically the pathway that rises up to the castle, uh, you guys see the nicer huts, and that's where like a bunch of lizard folk are like uh, carving skins, getting leather ready. Uh, some of them are practicing with their swords. Uh, you can see a good about 30, 40 of them uh, walking around the huts. Um, and as you approach, you see that bullywugs are all in the castle, kind of at the front gate, on top of the uh, top of the wall. And you guys are just about to start walking up the ramp. And that, guys, is where we'll end it. Motherfucker. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky bastard. <laughs> Alright. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we will basically continue our session with us about to walk up the ramp heading into that castle. Cool. Awesome. Uh, just want to take this time real quick to thank anyone who's uh, listening to these new episodes. Uh, if you've gotten this far, then you actually care, and that means a lot to us. Uh, really appreciate it, and thanks for listening. Take care. Hey guys, it's David. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, this has been really fun for all of us, and we'd like to keep this going. Um, and part of that is if you can leave a review, uh, preferably a five-star review, but we'll take whatever you give. Um, it really helps get the word out to other uh, potential listeners, and it'll really help um, build this into something that we uh, you know, would like to take further. Thanks for listening, and uh, take care of yourselves.